All right, guys, let's get through this together. It is the wrap-up show. The season is uh, unbelievably uh, over for the Padres, losing three consecutive games in Philadelphia. The second guessing will go on throughout the course of the offseason, which is now here. And the 2022 season that had its ups and its downs and includes a series win over the Dodgers in the National League Divisional Series ends against Philadelphia uh, in improbable fashion, honestly, to lose this thing in five games, to lose a lead in the eighth inning today against the Phillies. <coughs> Um, all the second guessing in games four and five. We'll get into it. We do appreciate you hanging out with us. We know this is a very difficult night, obviously, for Padres fans. You never want the season to end. It does end like this for 29 out of the 30 teams, obviously. Uh, and the Padres season ends in the National League Championship Series. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. We have year-round Padres content for you, by the way, folks. This, this channel does not end because the season has ended. So please subscribe. If you've been with us since day one, if you're – First time here, please subscribe. Live run replay. Subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Uh, you can join by clicking the join button down below. You get emojis and badges. And we appreciate all the supers. I know one super already rolled in from Cam, another from Jared. And I don't have Jared's in front of me because StreamYard won't show it to me. Maybe it shows it to Jim at the beginning of the chat. But uh, we'll get to the supers. Jared, Cam, thank you guys. Jared, if you just want to comment below, we'll get your comment. But um, as heartbreaking as it gets, honestly, I mean, we can second guess for the next five months, and I think we will here tonight. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of good in this season, but perspective takes time, and I don't think it's really time for perspective when it's as raw as losing the way you lost here today. And it's just troubling what happened over the last couple of days. Um, obviously, everyone's going to cir circle, hater, harper. Hater never gets into a game, Jim, in Philadelphia, and the Padres lose this series four games to one. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely reflect on this season um, later. But like you said, it's hard to reflect on a season when it just ended and how it ended with the opportunity that was in front of you and how the opportunity kind of felt like it was you just fumbled over it. I'm not saying that uh, the Phillies didn't deserve to win because, dude, look, what Bryce Harper did today <laughs> – Tip your fucking yeah, it's hard cap. to do. Yeah, you like that is a that is the a legendary moment for not only his career, but but the Phillies franchise. That what he did today and what he's really done all postseason. Um, he's arguably the best player in the game right now, and he's at the reigning MVP. And he showed it in this series. He came up in the biggest moments. Padres could not get him out, um, and. You, you lost to the best player. With that all being said, um, you didn't have your best player facing their best player in the biggest moment of your season. I am not taking, I'm not discrediting Robert Suarez at all. I'm not blaming him at all for giving up that home run. He competed, he battled without Robert Suarez. They don't even make the NLCS. What he did in the Dodgers series in game two and game four was fucking brilliant. And what he did earlier in today's game was amazing as well. Getting out of another jam that, you know, we'll talk about it, kind of, you know, saving Bob Melvin again. So I am not blaming Robert Suarez at all for that home run. He competed. He lost to the best. End of story. Um, but I will say is the, the managing of the last two games, I'm not saying it cost the Padres because I don't think it cost the Padres this series. But it didn't give the Padres the best chance at winning the series. I can tell you that. 
Yeah, I mean, I want to, and I see this, Jared. I see uh, he commented with the super, so I'm going to start with that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd go. You know, it's hard. I mean, I think it's fair to say Bob Melvin was thoroughly outmanaged in the series by Rob Thompson. Oh, for sure. Um, now, no again, is it that. the difference between winning and losing the series? I mean, I kind of agree with what they had said. You know, John Smoltz on FS1 and some of even the TV crew. Like, I thought this was a very closely played series. Yep. Um, and yes, there's no question the Phillies had some big moments in this series. But I go back to yesterday at the 6-4 lead, and I'll never understand what they elected to do with Sean Mania. And today, like you said, Robert Suarez has been unbelievable. Bryce Harper's red hot. He might take Hater deep. I have no clue. Um, but to we'll have Hater, I mean, you you traded for Hater for this moment. Yeah, We've said this 100 times this year. Sometimes the save comes in the eighth inning, not the ninth inning. Now, you would have been potentially in a spot where you need to cover some outs in the ninth inning if Hader couldn't get you six outs. I get it. He doesn't. He's not a six-out guy. He just isn't. It's been years no. since he's had to do that. But, like, you've got Josh Hader, who Bob Melvin says postgame wasn't ready, and that's on you. I mean, yep. that's on no one else. It's not on Josh Hader. Uh, it's not on Robert Suarez. I mean, it's just flat-out on you, and it's just really flat-out disappointing to be in the biggest moment your franchise has had in 25 years and you were caught flat footed and Rob Tops was asked about a post game. He said, you know, he said he's not going to second guess, nor should he. I mean, he said the right things, but he said, we were surprised they didn't go to hater. You know that that was a lift for Harper getting into the batter's box, knowing he didn't have the lefty and hater coming in there. You just know it. And it's just something they're going to have to live with for a long, long time. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, if you heard Manny Machado post game and he said, he said, they uh, asked him, Hey, are you going to get back to baseball activities right away? He's like, No, I'm not. I need time. Um, and anyone that played on this team, I mean, it's hard enough being a fan. Imagine being in these games and having them decided, uh, you know, on a moment where the manager didn't make the right decision late. And again, is it the difference in winning and losing the series? We'll never know. We will never, ever, ever know. But man, there's a lot to be desired based on the way this series was managed by Bob Melvin. That's all I'll say. Look, the Phillies flat out won this series. Um, they were the better team. They were the hotter team at the, at the, at the right moment. Take nothing away from, from them. I mean, they're literally unbeatable. It feels like right now at home. Like it just feels that way. They outpitched the Padres. They come. They came up in uh, more clutch moments than the Padres. Their star came up in the biggest moments when they needed him the most. Um, and it is what it is there. But like I, I one hundred percent agree with you. We'll never know how this series could have played out if Bob Melvin had urgency with the series, like you should have in the postseason. I'm sorry. There was there were too many times this postseason, John, where we text each other and we saw and like and we talked about and we talked about the fact that Bob Melvin leaves his guys in because I, I, I just because he he trusts them or what? Like no, no, I'm sorry. The, like that you should not be in the business of leaving guys in because you are like a player's manager. You fucking got to make the right moves regardless of feelings. And to leave, we'll go back to Darvish. Leaving Darvish in the seventh inning when he did, I know you're facing the bottom of the order. I don't give a shit. You have a rested bullpen. 
You know Darvish has not looked great all day. He battled through six great innings, gave up two runs. He, we, John Smoltz was talking about it the entire broadcast. You, Darvish, did not have any feel on his fastball all day long, and you keep him in there. That's the like that's seven mistake. consecutive breaking pitches yeah, for Bryson like, Stein. He kept saying, like, you got to throw this guy a fastball. Like, you he got, struggles you, with fastballs. Right, and you, and you keep Darvish in there for one batter too long. Suarez saved his ass in the seventh. You're in the eighth inning. Okay, uh, you walk Schwarber. You should have had Hater up ready to go. If you, no, it this, wasn't. It wasn't a walk to Schwarber. It was a 0-2 single the other way by Real Muto. You're right. You're right. He okay. You're right. You're right. Which but is just as point, costly, by the way, in the yeah. grand scheme as the home run because you could live with the home run if it's a solo <clears> home run. And and the fact that you didn't even have Hater ready to go for four, five, six of the Phillies lineup and ready for Harper. It's fucking mind-boggling to me that you're that late on shit all the time. And, and Bob Melvin, he's a really good manager. They, I, He did a fantastic job this year in the regular season. When he told off the team in Arizona to wake them up, that was a wake-up call for this team that they needed. But look, he's not above – no one's above reproach here as, as far as being criticized. Just because you had a good season and just because you got your team at the NLCS – the fact that you still made and didn't make decisions in the NLCS that may have ultimately cost you a chance at a World Series, we're going to talk about it. And Bob Melvin in the series, he fucked up. It's not the reason why they lost the series. Well, but it's not the I, f- I kinda, reason I, why they lost. I, I, yeah, I, I kind of hate I hate that to be honest with you. I mean, well, it's not I thought the it was full a, reason why they lost, but it's yeah, a big part I mean, of it. It's a, it's a part of it. I mean, I thought it was a very evenly played series. Game one, the way two that Rollo home runs. In, they, they had the winning run at the plate in game one, the ninth inning, and they lost. They won game two. Game three, they had Joe Musgrove on the mound, and they just didn't come through in any real moment. They were offensively, 0 for seven they had chances. That night. Yeah. Game four, they've got a 6-4 lead in the fifth inning. They don't go to their bullpen for whatever reason. They turn to Sean Manaya, and it costs them, not surprisingly. And then game five, they've got a one-run lead in the eighth inning. Bryce Harper due up. You have your closer ready and available. He's pitched one inning in the series. You literally traded for him for this moment. And he never appears in Philadelphia. Yeah, it that's was, a it was, really tough way yeah. to go into an offseason. And I, I think as 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 good as the Phillies were in moments in this series, as bad as the Padres were in reacting to the moments where they needed to be better. It this is chess. Baseball is chess. Yep. It's what it is. Okay. Yep. You you can out chess your way to wins <laughs> in baseball. That's why you have these pieces available to you. And for whatever reason, they just didn't use them. I mean, they didn't use Robert Suarez yesterday. Okay. Use him today. And then they didn't use Josh Hader yesterday. Okay, use him today. And and they didn't. No, it was, uh, it, look, it was a extremely poor job by Bob Melvin in this series. Did not put his players and the right players in the in positions that needed to be put in. If you pitch Josh, like the whole notion that Josh, that, that, that Josh Hader, they're saving him for a four out save. Bro, you didn't even make it to the bottom of the ninth inning. What the fuck are you saving him for? Well, what is even a four out? I mean, what what does that even mean? You know what I mean? No, it's so stupid. It's right. It doesn't mean anything. Because like like you said, you're facing four, five, and six. I mean, wouldn't you be more primed to use him in that spot than seven, eight, nine? And guess what? You still have Luis Garcia ready to go. You've you've done pretty well this season. You have Tim Hill, who has been really good in the postseason as well. You have Pierce Johnson. Pierce Johnson. Like you can get three outs in the ninth with this with seven, eight, nine there. But the fact that you did not put in your closer who has had an amazing postseason and really has been unhittable for you. Okay. In the biggest moment of the game in the eighth inning with a run run lead, 
Yeah, that's on Bob Melvin. That's 100% yeah, I, on Bob Melvin. I mean, I will say this too. I, listen, I love Suarez. I think he had an amazing year. I would have obviously gone to Hater in that spot because I'm yeah. trying to eliminate the second guessing. He didn't allow a home run to a left-handed batter until that moment. I mean, that's how good he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought <clears throat> I didn't think he threw. I, I didn't think that the sequence was bad. I mean, you think about the change that he threw that Harper laid off. The pitch that Harper hit the other way was 99 miles per hour, hit the other way out of the ballpark. There's very few hitters in baseball that are capable of doing that, but Bryce Harper's one of them. And that's why you got to, that's why haters got to be in that spot because you need your absolute best. You need the platoon advantage. You need the left-handed pitcher. Yeah. um, And you take your chances. Yeah. I I just don't understand it. Even the, look, the, the pitch that Harper laid off the changeup, like even Austin Nola talked about it. That's a, like no one lays off that pitch. The second he lays off that pitch, I'm not giving him anything else to hit. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Right. It's tough because you got, there's, it, it's just, you're such, you're in such a situation that you're so damned. <laughs> there's a right. runner on and nobody out. So obviously you're not trying to walk him in that spot. With the benefit of hindsight, you'd rather walk him than allow the home I mean, run. Frank but... Thomas even said in post game, like everybody was saying that no more baseball than anybody else here. Okay. Why the fuck are you pitching to Bryce Harper? One. And if you're going to no, pitch no, to Bryce no, Harper, no, 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 listen, listen, just listen to me. No. Listen, I disagree with him. One, well, I heard it. Yet, dude. I heard it. He's wrong. <laughs> why are you pitching to Bryce Harper? But if you're going to pitch to what Bryce Harper, mean? why not have Josh Hader? Why, what do you mean? Why are you pitching to Bryce Harper? There's no other option than to pitch to Bryce Harper. I heard Frank Thomas say that. That's utter stupidity. The but reason I'm you're pitching saying to him is, if you're going to pitch to Bryce Harper, that needs to be Josh Hader. Yeah, that, that's fair. But Frank Thomas doesn't know more about <laughs> this than we do. Okay, we, we've watched this a lot more than he has play out. And you have to pitch to. Bryce Harper in that spot. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Suarez, but you then have to you pitch need Bryce to Harper pitch in that spot. Fucking hater. I don't understand that. Bob Melvin fucked up. He fucked up last night playing for game six and seven instead of them in the moment. Rob Thompson thoroughly outmanaged him this series. Wasn't the reason why they lost, but it was a big part of it because in game three, Rob Thompson managed that game like it was a game seven and pitched his fucking guys right. no matter what. It actually may have been the reason why they actually lost this series. Uh, Jared, thank you. He says, Bob Melvin got us to the postseason and we can't forget that, but we also can't let it slide that he cost us the season when it mattered. Trying to steal runs, not pinch hitting Alfaro. Um, it was costly. I mean, I- I'm sorry. And the goal wasn't to get to the NLCS. No, the goal is to win a World Series. So once you're in the NLCS, it's not just like, hey, what an amazing year. And it is. No. You'll look back on it in days and weeks and months and say it was a very good year in the absence of Fernando Tatis Jr. But you're taking on an 87-win team with home field advantage, and you just squander advantages and opportunities, and you just mismanage away a couple of games, and then you wonder why you're going home. Well, that's a big reason why. It's a big. It definitely is a big reason why. Like, I just will never... You know, it's it's a situation where these moments and opportunities like don't come around every single year. Like you go into next season, you're not you can't tell me like this team is guaranteed to make the NLCS because they're not. Of course, of course like not. this team didn't make an it took 24 years for this team to make the NLCS again after 1998. Right. So when you're in these moments, you have to treat these moments that they're the, like the biggest fucking moment on the planet. Not that, oh, we're, we're just hoping to steal outs here. Like, I hate that term I'm, that we're trying to steal outs in the postseason. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. You That's should be trying to put your best <laughs> relievers in those spots. You should be trying to use like, your high leverage, guys. Like, stealing I mean, you outs threw... in the postseason in the NLCS in game four, game four and five is fucking lunacy. I mean, you threw your high leverage relievers a combined like three innings in the series. 
you and know you had a I lead mean, in game four late uh, in the middle of the game there and you had a lead late in game five yeah it was never going to be easy and again if hater allows a home run to harper there tip your cap if suarez does as well i mean suarez had an amazing year but it's like this is literally why haters this seven-year potential future hall of fame closer robert suarez is a rookie in the big leagues an yeah, amazing that, year. Yeah, you an can't do that to him, Robert Suarez, man. You can't do that to Robert Suarez. You're Josh. asking a lot of him. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to say Suarez stupid. got Harper to ground into a double play three days ago in San Diego. He did. And it but, wasn't like an easy double play. It was like a Machado had to make an amazing turn t- for that to be a double play. Yeah. But, I mean, he got the contact I think he wanted, right? Um, 619 Camps is heartbroken, but what a season. Who would have thought we would make it this far with all the adversity and Nando drama? Saturday was the backbreaker in our game to win, but why Clevenger and I love this team and this show. I, I mean, I was amazed that they got up off the mat after Saturday to be in this game. You fall behind 2-0 in Zach Wheeler, and you get back in this game. Juan Soto, Josh Bell, the wild pitches for, from whatever the hell his name is, um, Sir Anthony Dominguez. You take a 3-2 lead. I mean, you were on the mat. To get back up incredible, and then yeah. take a lead is really incredible and then to blow it in that manner is just makes it even worse yeah and look if you like we said like if you blow it with hater on the mound okay that's fine yeah exactly what would you say that sucks got beat got beat you know and and Suarez did a great job to get it to where it was because he did melvin left darvish in for another batter too too late um Suarez came in Got out of the jam, preserved the lead. Mm-hmm. So, Soares' job is done. As soon as he, you know, the next inning goes, I'm having Hater up and ready because you know Harper's up the next inning no matter what. And the fact that Hater was not up and ready to go for Harper, that to me is the more like egregious part is that you didn't even have your guy ready to go. Like, yeah, the, like you're, you should get real Muto. You could get real Muto there, but if he reaches, like that's it. Done. And, it, and now, if you get real Muto, you could make the argument: okay, Harper's the tying run. Although I think at that point, well, you have a five-out save, and you've already asked Hater to do a four-out save this postseason. He's well rested. That's probably when you turn to and him. Guess what? You get through the eighth inning. You get through the heart of their lineup, and you get to the ninth, the bottom of the ninth, with a one-run lead. And even if Hater maxed out in the eighth to get three outs, but you still preserve a leave in the eighth. You're still facing the seven, eight, nine hitters of the Phillies. Right. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me that Bob Melvin doesn't understand the simple fact that the save always doesn't come in the fucking ninth inning. Yeah. I will say, yeah, you'd be facing seven, eight, nine, but of course, if one man reached, then Schwarber would be up and you'd have your non high leverage guy in that circumstance. And the odds of one of three reaching in an inning are, you know, somewhat decent. Cool. In that spot. Like I, I understand that, but just the 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 sheer fact that you let Harper beat you versus without not your Gordon, best, without your best, that's the part that you're like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the yeah, part that you're crazy. just like, you can't you can't stop thinking about, it, and it's unforgivable no. that that happened, you know. And I and agree. Look, and look, Saturday at Saturday night. You needed 15 outs, okay? That's a lot. That's a lot. But in that moment, like, it's still 15 outs. It's a lot. But, you know, okay. This moment, you need six, and Harper's up, and Josh Hader has pitched one inning in the series, 
and you don't use him for that moment, man, that's on you, bro. That's a I mean, bad fucking manager's job right there. Yeah, and that's why I say that it's like that's why I will say forever that the Padres could have very well been in this series or won this series if it was properly managed. We'll never know. We'll have no idea. We'll never, ever, ever know if the Padres could have won the series if they went to Hater in the eighth inning, if they went to higher leverage relievers yesterday in the fifth inning. We'll never know. Uh, Gus, thank you. He says, uh, said when they hired him, Bomel equals Marty Schottenheimer. Gus is saying he said that when they hired him. Uh, okay. I mean, he, he, listen, his strengths obviously are as a player's manager. Um, <coughs> he avoided a collapse of this team like they had a year ago. What happened in Arizona and the way they finished the regular season and got into the postseason should not be ignored. That has value. There's no question about it. But um, there were a lot of mistakes in there. Over the course of the regular season, every manager is going to make mistakes, and there were a lot of mistakes in the postseason as well. He got away with them against the Dodgers. He got away with sticking with you, Darvish, too long in the Dodgers series. But Robert Suarez saved him in that moment. There were a, a number of moments against the Game Mets two. and the Dodgers and in this series, just a number of them. Yeah, like it's it unfortunate. Because, I mean, it is it what sucks. it is. I mean, it's I mean, it just sucks. It sucks because like you like Bob Melvin a lot as a manager, and he not he's a he's a great manager for navigating you through a regular season and getting you to a postseason. But man, this postseason was extremely alarming for the shit that you saw. Yeah, and, and how it really was he was not one step ahead. He was always one step behind. And that is a problem, okay? The fact that you aren't react, you aren't reacting at least one step ahead. That you're always you're trying to not only you're trying to steal outs, and you're trying to get through another inning, and you're trying to get through the order one more time. Like, no, 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 no I don't want to hear that shit, okay? In the postseason, you treat every game in like like it's it's just one little entity, all right? And you have to do everything you possibly can to win that game. If you start thinking about games X, Y, Z, you've already lost because then you're not treating the game that you're already in like it means everything. And that's what Bob Melvin did this postseason. And that bit him in the ass. He treated game four like he was saving, that he needed his relievers for games six and seven instead of treating it like, fuck, we got a 6-4 lead in the fifth inning. We have Suarez, Hayter, Garcia all ready to go. Tim Hill, that's fucking... that's the matchups boom let's go you know what instead we need to get another inning or two out of sean Manaya so we can save these guys for this for the game six and seven no no no. and then game five well josh Hader, i'm only giving him four outs we have to wait till at least he gets two outs in the eighth inning before we deploy him like no no no. the saves in the eighth inning versus harper not the fucking ninth inning versus seven eight nine that's your problem and that's the, that you're right john and the more i talk about it the shit that happened there like say what you want but Fuck, man, if you're telling me that if you're giving me reasons why they lost this series and you're telling me that they had leads in the fucking fourth game and they had leads in game five in the eighth inning with Hader and Suarez and Garcia ready to go and they didn't use any of them. Well, they use only Suarez. Then I don't know, man. Yeah, that's why I hate the whole that I hate the like, well, Phillies are the better team, but, but the Padres also made managerial um, you know, mismanage these games. I mean, well, yeah, the mismanagement is a big reason why the Phillies won the series four games to one. I mean, the two, like, you can't say one without the other. Um, Spencer, thank you. Says, really fun season. Thank you for covering it all season long. Was my most fun season ever. Also, that felt like a destiny AB for Bryce, promised since 2016. Listen, it was a fun year, and we'll, we'll discuss all the 
the highs and the lows. And I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was, there was so much that went into this season, obviously from day one where Robert Suarez allows a home run that costs you a game in Arizona to the final day when Robert Suarez allows that home run to Bryce Harper in between Robert Suarez was like the most effective reliever in baseball. The Bryce Harper thing is it was his moment. It was his time. You kind of hope yeah. it was Manny Machado's moment and time. Uh, that was not meant to be. You hoped it was Bob Melvin's moment in time. That was not meant to be. We'll see what happens. I mean, the Phillies feel a little bit like a team of destiny. I, I wouldn't count them out against Houston. Um, I'm sure they'll be an underdog, but shit. I mean, Philadelphia's playing good baseball, and um, that Harper moment was ridiculous. And his moment, by the way, the night before, when mm -hmm. he said, this is my effing house, and he had that double that gave the Phillies a lead whenever it was 7-6 against Manaya. I mean, he had some huge moments in this series, a lot of them. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, it's... Uh... It sucks when you're when the team loses, right? But it's even worse when the team loses and there's like a bunch of what ifs attached to it. Mm -hmm. Like if the Padres lost today seven one, and they lost yeah. Saturday like eight two, it just sucks. You just got sucks. You got you got you oh, got yeah. beat. Yep. But when you have these things happen to you and you have a lead in game number four in the fifth inning, and then you 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 your choice is to keep Sean Manai out there, and then you have a lead in the eighth inning of game five, you know, and your choice is to not use the guy you traded for against their MVP. Like uh, that's the shit that hurt. That's the stuff that makes you more the most frustrated. Not that they, I mean, obviously you're yeah. frustrated. They lost. Sure. I agree but, with you. But when you go into it, when you come out of a series with just more, what ifs than anything, that's when you really, as a fan are like, are you kidding me right now? I remember we said yesterday, I mean, I wasn't kidding when I said it because I thought getting off the mat from where they were would be almost impossible. Yeah, you know, I thought I that did, some man. of the decision-making in game four would haunt the franchise. <laughs> um, and if I knew what would happen in game five, and it would be even more egregious than game four, some would say. I mean, just it's not me and Jim saying this. I mean, we are. We said it at the moment. But look, I mean, look around the internet. I mean, every national publication in the country is writing about Padres, you know, uh, Dennis Lynn, AJ Casavell. You think then, like, they cover this team every day, like us. Uh, you don't like look at their timeline. Everybody's questioning this. Like, now they don't give out like straight opinions, they just give out, you know, like stories. At the same time, um, everybody <clears throat> was questioning what the fuck is Bob Melvin doing? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I thought game four was, would haunt the Padres. I think game five will as well. And, you know, to, to pretend like it's not a factor heading into 2023, I don't think is accurate, by the way. I actually do think it's a factor. Now there's going to be a lot of changes. You'll have Fernando Tatis Jr. 20 games into the year or something like that. But I mean, this is something that you got to get over. If you're Manny Machado heading into your fifth year with the Padres, this is as good of a chance as you've had to win a World Series in a long time since you were traded to the Dodgers. And this is how it ends that's that's tough that is really tough to stomach carlos thank you for your viewership and for your super thank you guys for the uh supers thank you for hanging out with us tonight we know it's uh, a <coughs> tough night obviously for padres fans um carlos says i can live with the fact that we lost to the phillies if we had our best versus their best if we lost with a harper versus hater so be it sometimes you lose but this loss leaves us with that with a lot of what ifs exactly what i said the second the game ended what if offseason we'll never know if they would yep. have pulled the strings that people had asked them to pull, we'll never know if they would have won game four or game five. 
We'll never know what it would have been like going back to San Diego up 3-2 or down 3-2. 3-2. Never, ever, ever. Snell into his offseason. Musgrove into his offseason. Never got a chance to pitch in games six and seven. You know? Yeah, and never got to come home putting pressure on the Phillies in game six and seven. That's right. You know? And, yeah, man, the more you talk about it, the more you're just thinking to yourself, why the fuck was Shamanai in there on Saturday night? And why in God's name did you not bring in Hater to face Harper? Mm. <laughs> I mean, this, this is a both of those games, man. And you <laughs> fucked it up. Like this will in Philadelphia, like you said, this is forever iconic and famous in Philadelphia forever. This is an infamous game in San Diego baseball history. You can't take back-to-back losses in the postseason worse than the losses you just took. Padres postseason history yeah. is what? 35 games, 45 games, whatever it is, right? It's not a lot of yeah. games. To put together those games in succession with so much on the line, the only way to make it worse is if this is the World Series, obviously. It's not. It's the National League Championship Series. But, like, <laughs> this will be talked about for a long, long time. I mean, Padres fans, Phillies fans, baseball fans – if the Yankees lost a game like this today <laughs> and the day before, if the Red Sox lost a game like this today and the day before, the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, no, you'd be the, talking and, about this for forever. And here's the here's the problem, John, is like people I feel like in this town um don't understand what criticism is for what happens in the moment, right? If what happens in the moment is it's a little bit of a blanket say. statement, but maybe some, some, I'll say some, <laughs> I won't say everybody yeah. in this town. You're right. Some, right. And a lot of fans too. I say a lot of fans as well. Mm -hmm. Don't understand when things happen in the moment, it's okay to discuss it one and to criticize it too. Does that mean that job. we're saying that Bob Melvin's a shitty manager or Bob Melvin sucks and should be fired no, or no, Manny Machado no. sucks or this no. guy sucks. Or this guy. No. Okay. For, I'm not calling for Bob no. Melvin's head. I just think it was poorly. But if, you don't, but if you don't in this moment for any one of these players and any one of these coaches, especially Bob Melvin, right? Well, mostly just Bob Melvin, right? <laughs> if you're not questioning the moves or the lack of production or whatever the case may be, I'm sorry. I don't want to tell you. Right, like we're here to tell you, Bob Melvin mm -hmm. fucked up. All right, we're here to tell you, Manny exactly. Machado didn't come through in a whatever moment. We're here to he tell you. He had a big you. moment. He had a huge moment today. First and second, one out. Yep. Right after taking a three-two lead. Yep, popped up. And he had and it. Then, he had a nice postseason. He did. He had a nice postseason. Very nice postseason. Was post there opportunities to do more? Yes. Yeah. Was it a Bryce Harper postseason? Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it wasn't. No. You know, like we're here to tell you that. Does this mean that, like? Like, oh, you guys have no credibility. Like, fuck you. You don't know. You, like, shut up. No, okay? I think we have more credibility than most that won't, aren't willing to say it. I mean, that's the difference right. of being truthful and being, you know, you know, having to appease. Like, I we have no to appease. It's a lot of people like, you know, you have to remember Bob Melvin got this team here. Yeah, he yeah. did. That's great. But just because just he that just because that happened and he led the team to the NLCS doesn't mean so that he can't criticize him for not making the moves he did in the postseason. It's a joke. Here's the thing. We're not idiots. Nobody here. I'm not saying, of yeah, course, they're not going to change their manager. The, Bob no. Melvin will be the manager in 2023. I, and I'm not yes. arguing that he shouldn't be. What I would <laughs> argue is this, that he's got to be better 
in crucial moments because if you fast forward now 2023 and let's say you are in and let's say you have a great year nobody wants to be in this exact same spot again where your manager is putting you behind the eight ball your manager should be putting you in a position where you have a best chance to win and it doesn't feel like that happened over the course of these 11 or 12 games in the playoffs and i think we both feel that way uh vector thank you says uh dislike talk of at least we got here yeah no world series birth is guaranteed next year this series was a summary of our season. Poor offense and Bomel having no aggression to step up, or excuse me, step on the Phillies next. Next, it did feel like that. It felt like they were playing, you know, a Wednesday game in June or a Tuesday night in May. And it was just like a part of the season, not the most important part of the season. I'll give Rob Thompson credit for two things he did. He went for it in, was it game three? When yep. he went for the three out save, essentially with two relievers, Alvarado and Dominguez. He mm -hmm. did the same thing today. By the way, it didn't work, and he still won the game. Yep. He only got an inning out of Dominguez and Alvarado, and he went to Robertson, who wasn't good. Then he went to his starter because he said, seize the moment. Why are you playing for a seven-game series when you can win it in five? And that's what the Phillies just did. Yeah, like he had – it is concerning that a rookie manager essentially ran laps around Bob Melvin in the series. Like that's not something that gives me – you know that, that that's well, it's not concerning good. come next october that's very concerning next october and is i the think fact be that in. the I, I do too with the expanded postseason yeah um is the fact that your urgency as a manager was not there in these in the last two games especially um well and 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 really at times in the postseason like you got saved by Suarez in game two um versus the dodgers and Suarez saved you for a moment in game five today. But, yeah. to, but but like I just keep saying, you knew Bryce Harper was coming up in the eighth inning. And you don't have Josh Hader ready to go. Say that out loud. You did not have Josh Hader ready to go for Bryce right. Harper. He, was like th he, was, he wasn't even throwing on the mound. He was like long tossing for the first batter. So he wasn't even throwing on the mound. Like when I Real Muto was in the box. And, and this is going to suck for Bob Melvin. It is because he's going, yeah. this is going to haunt him for a long time unless he wins a World Series in yep. the next couple seasons with the Padres. And it should. And if it doesn't, then that would concern me if this doesn't create some type of I need to change moment from Bob Melvin. And it, and I hope it does because, man, these opportunities that you get, you can't let them go by without throwing your best out there and making mm -hmm. every possible move that you can to ensure that you win that game that you are in. Instead of thinking, we need to try and steal some outs, and we need to get linked out of this guy because we have to worry about game six and seven. Like, that's fucking mm -hmm. bullshit. I agree with you. And that's what Bob Melvin did this series, man. Yeah, and the, the part that really hurts, and we'll get all, to all the supers, and thank you guys for hanging out. Again, we have year-round Padres content. We will talk about what they need to do in the offseason season. We will talk about the winter meetings. We will talk about everything that's to come in the days and weeks ahead, I promise you. And we'll talk about the memorable moments. We'll talk about who should stay and who should go, all of it, over the next five months. Right now, we're talking about what happened tonight and how frustrating this is. Um, so subscribe, yep. smash the like button. Thank you for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Some of you have been with us literally since day one. Maybe it's your first time here. Thank you for your support of this channel. The part that makes it just so unbelievable is that it's over. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, and like that. 
And you're thinking, I, it always sucks when something is over and there's a piece of you in your head that says, I wish I would have done it a different way. Now, this is sports. You know, I mean, this is sports. You know, it ends for a lot of teams. Like you said, if you lose 10-1, you lose 10-1. But this is yeah. a part of sports, you know. not Only every one decision. team wins the World Series every yeah. year. Yeah, and you can make the right decision and lose, okay? We all know that. Right. He could have put but, Josh Hader in tonight against, against Bryce Harper, and he still hits, hits a two-run homer. He but could you have... take that 3-2 lead after trailing Zach Wheeler, who you had not scored a run against in two years and 27-28 innings, and you come all the way back. And you think you're going to bring this thing back to, to uh, San Diego and you've got a 3-2 lead and you've got your high leverage guys available and you just don't use them as effectively as you should have, arguably, mm-hmm. and your season ends. And that's a really bitter, sour taste that I think is going to take a long time to get over for a lot of Padres fans and for the organization and for some of these players. And hopefully they can get over it. It's a long offseason. There's time. Um, right. but it just sucks. It just sucks. It sucks now, and it's going to suck in two weeks, and it's going to suck in two months, and it's going to suck when spring training starts. Yeah, and and you know, like, um, I'm just thinking about today, and I'm thinking of all the things that you could have done with, you know, like the. I'm trying to like think how they were thinking, mm-hmm. and even that, even me trying to do that, it just, it just, I don't understand it. Like you had six outs to go. All right. The second Suarez lets a guy on, he's got to be gone. Though. You have to be gone. You got to try. You got to try then to just. Steal and I'm not it. worried about the fucking ninth inning. I'm worried about what's happening in the eighth inning. Right. Because in the eighth inning, you could lose the game. And guess what? You lost it because you didn't have Josh Hader facing Bryce Harper. And if Bryce Harper hits a fucking bomb off of Josh Hader, then guess what? That's fine. You live with it. And I would respect Bob Melvin for going to Josh Hader there in an un. un- um, conventional way, like that's what you have to do in the postseason. Sometimes it's not just always about the by the book, right? It has to be about what is going to give me the best opportunity to win right now. And the best opportunity to win for the Padres today was throwing Josh Hader in the eighth inning versus Bryce Harper. That's the save, dude. And if you lose it in ninth versus seventh, eighth, ninth hitters, right? With with Garcia on the I mound or whatever. Yeah, I agree. That's and by fine. the way, and why would you? I mean, okay, let's say Hater in that inning. You know, let's say he throws twenty four pitches to get those three outs. Okay, yeah, it's possible. Okay. That's a good amount of pitches. I mean, I still think he's starting the ninth at twenty four pitches. Now, if that number goes from twenty four to forty eight, I get it. I mean, if it goes from twenty four to forty. Okay, get to, you'll have someone up. I what get if he it. cruises too? Like you have to think well, that's about the thing. We don't know. Scenarios. He could have thrown six pitches. You're right. You have to think about all the scenarios, and it just it just seemed like in these last two games, those things were not thought about. And look, there's other reasons. Or other reasons why there are. the offense. You're right. You know, there's there's the score position. Reason. Like you have multiple reasons. Like yep. the bottom of the order was fucking atrocious yeah. in this series. They had one hit combined, one hit, and that was the hit and run in game number two by Austin Nola. Mm-hmm. All right, Trent Grisham. Can, we'll get into that. Trent too. Grisham. We'll get into uh, that. You know, uh, Will Myers went completely MIA in the postseason. He had no impact whatsoever. Uh, you know, Josh Bell had a really good series, actually. By the way, he did. Um, Manny was really good in the postseason, but in big time moments, you he it just didn't he didn't get there. It was a lot of. No, he didn't deliver in like a two-on-one-out in the seventh inning. You know, he had a good postseason, no doubt about it. Um, But again, you saw what happened with Bryce Harper. And that's the... If Machado would have had that moment in, was it the... 
Yeah, in that seventh inning. I mean, if he hits a three-run home run, you go up to 6-2. Or it's a two-run double or a yeah, single. I mean, everything's even everything's four, different. Even to go 4-2, just a single to go 4-2, yeah. it's different. So, you know, we talk about it a lot. The, the others help you win a championship, but the stars are the ones that are going to be in the big moments. Yeah. And Bryce Harper was that moment for the Phillies tonight, and you didn't see that from the Padres. What I also hate, and we need to get to Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor, and we're going to get to all the Supers. Um, what I also hate is like Soto was heating up. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't get another game and a game after that. Like Soto was in a position where he was kind of quasi maybe going to carry you. Right. I mean, he, he hit some long homers the last couple of days. Yeah. And, you know, he had a 440 foot home run today. Okay. Yeah. So he was beginning to get locked in. And his season, like everyone for the Padres right now, is over. All right. We're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. I do want to get to Trent Christian's <sighs> decision to bunt, by the way, with one out in the ninth oh, inning. God, I was forgot about that, that one. That. Uh, and that was, by the way, came from the bench. Um, I believe. I believe that came from the bench. Um, yep. All right, Mark, thank you so much for your support of this channel. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. We've been talking all season long, all day long as well. He's a great, great Padres fan. He's a great insurance agent as well. Um, he's disappointed like we all are in the way the season ended here today. Uh, if you want to save $750 on your insurance, please get in contact with Mark Nimitz, whether it's auto, home, renter's life, or earthquake insurance. Mark uh, is here for you. He is a San Diegan. He supports this channel. If you want to support a local business, please support Mark. I've got my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark. He has saved us literally thousands of dollars because we had a claim in here. His website is available at the link down below. You can get the quotes online. You can find out everything that he offers as well. Mark Nimitz is a great insurance agent. He's a huge Padres fan. Anytime you have an insurance need, the next time you have a renewal, come through please before you renew get in contact with mark nimitz auto home runner's life earthquake insurance he can save you 750 dollars or more and thank you mark so much for your support all season long yeah all his information is above my head m nimitz at farmersagent.com when you reach out to him let him know that john and jim from the wrap-up show sent you all right if you're here please subscribe smash the like button follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd and thank you for the supers just click the dollar sign in the chat box like Stiven did. It's a great way to support this channel. Padres season is over. They lose in Philadelphia in three consecutive games, something that we said was basically not happening. I, happened. I'm shocked, honestly. Playoffs, man. You just never I know. know. I know. You know, you just never know. Yep. Uh, Stiven says, honestly, I'm a bit sad that we lost, but I'm also proud that the Padres did an amazing season. We have to focus on the new season about five months from now. Hashtag Padres. Hashtag let's go. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I do get it. I mean, if you're a lifelong Padres fan, there haven't been a lot of years like this. So it's like a I'm glass half full way to look at it is they've only been in the NLCS three times. Glass half empty way to look at it is, well, you only get these opportunities so often you need to take advantage of them, and they didn't. I, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm not the type of person that like, oh, they made the NLCS. That's great. Like, no, you made the NLCS. There were some really bad decisions in the NLCS. You're leaving that series with more what-ifs than not, and you had a golden opportunity to win your first world championship in franchise history, and it didn't happen. Like, the bar now, I said I said on Twitter, the bar is now set. Like, this franchise's bar for the next couple of years is World Series. I mean, we, we've seen it, right? Like, that needs to be the bar that they get to. <clears throat> it can't be just, 
Oh, we made the postseason. Like, oh, it's great. Great. Everybody's great. Like, no, 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 no. Now, the goal next two years, and I know that was the goal this year, but you mm-hmm. have the taste of it. So going into the next two seasons, if this team doesn't get to a World Series, and if they don't win one, that's disappointing as hell. That's just what it is. You've, I mean, created, I, you've created these expectations for yourselves now, and you have to now get to those expectations. I agree with you. I mean, I think from the the very interesting storyline of Fernando Tatis Jr. is that you can kind of fast forward in your mind what you want to see happen, which is Tatis goes from goat to hero, completely redeems himself, you know, picks the city up, and yeah. can be a difference maker like a Bryce Harper or a Manny Machado yeah. or some of these stars that carry teams in postseasons. We'll never know. What Tatis would have meant for this team in the postseason. We don't know if he's a difference maker or not this year. But like the stage is set for Fernando Tatis Jr., but he's coming off three surgeries. Yeah, that's a lot. So to, to be fair, uh, we need to be careful with what we're asking of him beginning like April 20th or whenever he's available next year. Um, and how realistic is it that he's going to carry you immediately? The other thing is with Juan Soto, obviously we know he's going to be here in 2023 and 2024. He's got to be better. Um, and, and I think he will. I think the office is going to help and the acclimation to the right. organization. But I'm also thinking to myself, like, like what you just said, yeah, you got two years where you need to win it all. And I'm like, you know what? I want more than that. You know, I want, I know Tatis is here long term. You hope Machado's here long term. I'd love for Soto to be here long term. I mean, easy for me to say. But I mean, if you really want to have, like, look at Harper. I mean, this is his fourth year with the Phillies and they're kind of putting it together right now. I just want more bites at the apple with these stars and we'll see if we get them or not uh pseudonym thank you he says uh did the organization at least buy themselves some credibility with this run with free agents with tatis they're not losers anymore yeah i think they have credibility i mean they're spending on like most teams in baseball um yeah yeah, i think they absolutely have credibility like this this was you know the vision all along is to make the postseason and make deep runs into the postseason like that's that's the vision you know um is it incredibly disappointing that they did not win a World Series? Absolutely. Yeah. If they lost to the Mets in the first round, you'd say the same thing. It's incredibly mm-hmm. disappointing. Um, do you give them credit for making the NLCS, beating an 101-win Mets team and the best Dodger team in franchise history? Yeah, absolutely. But should you be satisfied? No, not at all. Like that's that's not the goal. Is to ma- the goal is not to make the NLCS. The goal is to win a World Series, and you didn't get sure. your goal this year. Yeah. Um, so I, I get some fans are, are like, well, it's fine. Like, okay, that's, that's not me though. I'm not like that. And you can be like, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you how to fan, but at the same time, um, I it's, would it's, just, I expect more. Yeah. I mean, it's a successful year. I mean, by most accounts, it's a successful year. Does that mean that they couldn't have accomplished more? You know, they still could have accomplished more. Is it a bitter ending? <clears throat> yeah, it is. At the end of the day, three months from now, will we say likely on YouTube and on radio that they had success in 2022? Yeah, we will. Yeah. The, this this series win against the Mets was impressive. The series win against <clears throat> the Dodgers was very impressive. Yep. And they put themselves in a position to get here, and they just didn't capitalize when they did get to this stage. I do like this point from Carlos. Thank you again, Carlos. He says teams are not guaranteed in NLCS. However, these moments forge teams. We got a taste of what winning is like, and this will be a building block for years to come, like the Braves before they won, right? Braves lost a 3-1 series lead to the Dodgers in 2020. Braves the next year won a World Series. doesn't always work like that, as we know. But it's fair to say that sometimes it does work like that. You lose late and then end up winning 
and taking advantage of the opportunity the next time you have it. It's possible. Look, like there's going to be a shit ton of changes with this team next year. Of course there will be. You need so much more pitching. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You need uh you need a first baseman, you need to talk about your center field spot, you need to talk about your catcher spot, you need to talk about your left field spot, even though it's probably gonna be Tatis. Um you gotta talk about your bench, you gotta talk about your release. Like there is so much shit that they have to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why in this moment you're like, man, you had Darvish, Musgrove, and Snell to an extent fully healthy mm-hmm. in the NLCS. And you didn't win. Yeah, and you lined it up, you know? And it's lined up. Darvish in game one. And you lost. Musgrove game three, you lost. How do you lose with Musgrove and Darvish? You lose three straight games in Philly. You had Musgrove and Darvish. I mean. Dude, Darvish in the series went. Did he pitch um, 13 innings? Gave up four runs. Four runs. He was good. He was good. And they were all off just homers? Like, dude, oh, dude, he gives up a lot of home runs. Okay. He's, 10 straight he's also very good. Yeah, but it's not just that. I mean, he just gives up home runs. I mean, I, whatever it is, what he's, it is, right? Also, Darvish is getting Darvish isn't getting younger, you know. No, he's not. But he's like a the absolute mainstay, like I such know. a huge part of your twenty twenty three, like Joe Musgrove. Who like, knows like if Nick Mar- Who knows if Nick Martinez is going to be back next yeah, year? Who, who knows, knows about Robert Suarez? Player. I mean, Robert Suarez is going to get a shit ton of money. He's a free money. agent, right? Yeah, he's, he's going to get a shit ton of money. He should get like what, what's a what's a fair deal for Robert Suarez off this year? Seriously. I mean, it's just crazy to say, what was the Pomerantz deal? That awful deal. He should get that. Three for 36? I was going to say he should get like three for 30. <clears throat> yeah, he'll probably get there on three for 30. You know, three for I 27, mean, two for 20, Yeah, 22. Guys, I mean, he got an amazing year. He really did. Um, he had an amazing year. You know, and I, and I don't fault. I do not fault Robert Suarez no, for no, no. giving up that home I. run to Bryce Harper one uh, bit. I'll I question the pitch selection to do that. <laughs> I'll question the pitch selection on that, like going away, away on fastballs, because Bryce Harper is so fucking locked in. You don't think he's going to shoot, shoot it the other way? I don't know though, but it wasn't away, away. The pitch before is that changeup, wasn't it? No, it was changeup away, and then fastball ninety nine away, and he yeah. popped it to left field. Like I know, like in that situation, he covers so go up. Like I'm throwing fastballs up in the zone. Yep. I mean, it's also raining, you know what I mean? Are you hitting your spot perfectly, you know? Yeah, like I'm not giving Bryce a fastball away. (laughs) He's just what to throw. I just don't know what to throw him. I mean, he's just so locked in. He can pull a ball, he can go the other way. Um, I I try to, I try to, after that changeup, I'm throwing a belt high. I'm, I'm throwing a, up in the zone, out of the strike zone, fastball to see if he chases. Right. Like I said earlier, and people are like, well, why don't you just walk him? Why don't you just walk him? Here, I'm okay with you challenging him. And if it doesn't work out, he ends up drawing a walk because you do everything in your power to get him out. But you have to remember, again, we have the benefit of hindsight. He homers, they win the game. Right. Without that benefit, if they walk him in that spot, it's first and second, nobody out. For still the heart of their lineup, who's due up next? Castellanos, uh, Castellanos or, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're just all of a sudden facing the pitcher. Yeah, you're not facing – yeah, it's not yeah. – Stott or Boehm. And by the way, some of these guys have had nice postseasons too. I mean, yeah. their lineup is legitimate. And I get it. You don't want to get beat by Harper. I completely get it. But the you know, Real Muto had singled to lead off the inning, so it puts you in a tough spot against Harper. 
Uh, is that all it is, by the way? So let's see what we have coming up. We got winter meetings in a month in San Diego. We'll have hot stove when free agency begins. We'll have the WBC and we'll have pitchers and catchers reporting. I mean, it won't be that long. It'll, it feels like forever. Three months. Yeah, it's three months. I mean, but it's a lot man, longer in some sports, like football, college basketball. Man, it's just it's just like you're so close to getting to a World Series. And who knows? They might have got their ass kicked by the Astros. The Astros sure. are fucking insane, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that you ended your season, like you said, John, on just a bunch of what-ifs, those are the worst <laughs> losses. It makes It just makes it hurt. And honestly, it's like it should hurt. Like, how much do we invest in this? Everyone here, yeah. I mean, this isn't a seventeen-week sport. This isn't college football. You We're know, ready to is, be. I was re- I was ready to be downtown tomorrow. Like, let's go, game yeah. six, seventy-five and sunny. You know that crowd was gonna be fucking nuts. Are you kidding me? Snow on we the got, mound. We got that one night, game two, downtown. Fun night. But it's like, remember what we said when we were on the air Friday, our last show Friday. That was three days ago. Everything will change by the time we're on the air next. How? We just don't know. Padres win the series in five. Phillies win it in five. Three, yep. two, someone. And yep. man, did it change. Yeah, and it wasn't and an ass kick, and it was very close. And Yeah, know. that's the thing. It just wasn't. It really was not. And you said, well, it was 10-6 the night. They led 6-4 in the fifth inning and had Sean Manaya on the mound, treating it like it was April 9th. Yeah, that was horrific. That was really bad. It really was. And you it might really still was. lose that game 7-6. You could, you that, could. And that's fine. And we can now, like a lot of times, if you've been watching this channel for the last you know year, or listening to us on the radio for the last three, four seasons, if then we'll talk baseball. If you lose, you lose. If you want to talk about, hey, Grisham's got to come through there. He's, you know what I mean? Like, okay, if you lose, you lose. But this is feels like more than just losing. You know, it's like you kind of played a role in your own loss based on the decisions you made. Yeah, um, you cut your own out. wrist. I mean, you just like right. chopped your own, like, yeah. You you were a reason why you lost. You could you, talk about Grisham. Let's let's run through that real quick. So it's first and second on walk walk with one out. They go to Ranger Suarez. Okay. So Grisham stays in the game to hit for himself. You had a couple of righty bench options. They're not good. All far on Campusano. They haven't played like since I was like you know in college. It's been like weeks since they've appeared. Yeah. Um, so Grisham bats for himself. It appears as if the plan is this. Bunt for a hit if you can. If not, move the runners into scoring position two. We're a base hit from Nola. Nola. We're getting a nice postseason, but Austin Nola, you're playing for a two-out base hit from Austin Nola with your season on the line. That's a head-scratcher for me, is it not? Well, the fact that you didn't even see how Robert Suarez's command was going to be. And you just said, here's an out. Like, what the fuck? You're not even giving yourself a chance there. Now, like, to bunt in a regular situation for a hit (laughs) is tough already. But to bunt in the rain, knowing that that ball is going to immediately die, like you're going up the first baseline, it wasn't even close to a hit. And, 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 like, first pitch. So you don't even see if Robert Swartz has any command when he pitched on Friday. And, right. and like, I... You're saying like, uh, Ranger Suarez. You're Ranger Swartz, Robert, yeah. Robert Swartz. I meant Ranger, sorry. Ranger Suarez. But, you know, yes, Grisham has had... had no, he, 
not has had, but he had a horrific NLCS. Series, right? yeah, terrible. Zero, horrific Nola series. Was 0 for 20 or 0 for 19. It was awful. He was 0 for in the series. Him and, <laughs> him and Nola went 1 for uh, one for whatever. Yeah, so why are you bunting for a guy that had one hit? Like, it, I, 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 I'd rather have him just swing away. Like, honestly, I, I just... I, right, I, because what's going to happen? He runs well. He's not going to grind into a double play. I mean, he absolutely could, and he might strike out looking. I mean, we have no clue what happens. What if he runs into a ball? It did happen 20 times. 20. 17 yeah. in the regular season, three in the postseason, 20 in how many plate appearances? 500? You I don't just know. gave an out. With, and then you had no, it was, it's actually kind of weird, like symmetry. Like your season started with Austin Nola hitting, for, uh, leading off for you, and your season ended with Austin Nola. And also the Suarez, the Robert Suarez thing, home run in Arizona, home run today. And in between, he was unbelievable. Yeah. But, but um, like the, the bunt call there, and that was that? a decision made by it was, right? Melvin. It was a decision made by, yeah, I saw it the was, post game. I think it was brought to Melvin by Grisham, and Melvin gave him the okay. Again, it looks amazing if you can somehow bunt for a base hit. Didn't happen. That's hard. That's very hard. And that's to be a really good fucking bunt. You know, and by the way, you're facing a lefty, so he's coming off the mound towards the fucking first good base point. side. Great point. And you really bunted up point. the first and base he, side. Well, he bunted off the home plate, like right back to the mound. Yeah, it wasn't even like a good bunt. It was a good bunt if you're like literally no outs and runners at first and second. So I think did he say that they were trying to drag it because the first baseman was back? But you know how perfect you have to be to get it by the mound, yeah. staying close to the chalk. I mean, that's a one in a fifty bunt, right? I mean, that's hard. Yeah, it was. It was just another. It's just another Wasted. decision that was made that yeah. was just like. I mean, yes, obviously hindsight. We're we're sure. we're in the hindsight realm here. And it could, but in the it moment, out, was like, thing what? But in the moment, you're like a bunt. And then like, Nola, I, I mean, and then Nola first pitch swinging first again. You're a base hit away from a lead, second and third. He threw two pitches. Pitch yeah, he pops out to right. Suarez threw two pitches again. If you're bunting to set up Soto and Machado, and yeah, oh well, God. there's a base open, but they could put Soto on. But like, okay, okay, but you weren't doing that. You just weren't doing that. Yeah, uh, and look, Pedro, and I just say this one more thing because it's fucking, it's driving me nuts. All right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I see this in the chat. I'm sorry, Brett. I'm calling you out, bro. He's like, <laughs> but Grisham got us there. Grisham was great in the postseason. He got us there. I'm not fucking talking about the whole postseason. I'm talking about the fucking ninth inning today when he dragged bunt, tried to bunt for a hit. That was a stupid decision. He went oh for the entire NLCS. Can you not get that through your fucking brain? But Jeez. subscribe, Brett. We love you. This yes, is just like and subscribe. This is just, this is just us as sports fans. It's not personal. You know that. We uh um Listen, it's hard. Again, we have hindsight. We know how the game ends. They lose 4-3. You know, the bunt doesn't work. Nola doesn't come through. The, sure, there's an alternate universe where Grisham's bunt is so perfect that they load the bases there. Then again, Nola flies out to shallow right. Who knows if he even score, right? Um, Pedro says, I just wanted to say, appreciate you guys' hard work. Hardest working duo on radio. We appreciate you saying that. I love you, Brett. What do you uh, what's that? He says, I love you, Brett. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just, like, just frustrated. Jim does this. He'll like rip into people that like listen and watch us, but he doesn't really mean it. It's like a, it's an interesting relationship. I'm just, frustrated. Uh, who do you guys think will be the scapegoat and get fired? And I figured out that the analytics laptop broke in game four. First of all, Pedro, thank you so much. Everyone that's been here all season long, thank you guys. We know you are dedicated to the Padres. You know, some of you have spent literally thousands of, hour, of hours watching the Padres, and then you take even more time for us which is just unbelievable, which makes it hurt even more 
because, you know, our livelihoods depend on this team and we're all baseball fans and Padres fans and we enjoy doing this. So thank you for supporting us throughout the course of the season. Um, and in regards to scapegoat, I, who knows? Could there be a change in the coaching staff? Of course there could be. Um, could you have a change in hitting coach? I guess you could. I have no idea. Um, what you want to have back is obviously Ruben Niebla, and he will be. Bob Melvin's going to be back in 2023. Um, like Jim said earlier, of course, there'll be a number of changes when it comes to the 26-man roster. Um, you know, maybe they'll have some changes in the front office as it relates to analytics. I'm sure Bob Melvin and AJ Preller will have a lengthy conversation about the way the postseason played out. Maybe it'll be different next time, but it's hard to say that right now. What's going to be different next time? Yeah. I mean, what's, what is going to be different next time? Is Bob Melvin going to, I mean, and look, if Bob, and here's the thing next, if next postseason Bob Melvin takes out guys, you know, like, like Dave Roberts did, and then they still lose. It's like, well, fuck. All right. You know, should have done, yeah. should have gone with his way yep. instead. Yeah. That could happen. Absolutely. But I don't think it was that. I don't think it was that type of egregious stuff in the postseason, in, in these last couple of games, like Dave Roberts has done in the postseason. I do. No. Well, I, from the, from the, what I meant is like Dave Roberts takes out his guys. Oh, you're saying like too early? way too early sure and you're saying melvin's never going to overreact that much that he's going to be that guy right like i don't think bob i don't think melvin would ever do that um so i don't think it's that is i don't think it's as as egregious as what dave roberts does um but i do think you know bob melvin needs to learn when to take guys out and not try to quote unquote steal outs like that's the big that was the biggest problem this postseason is he was just trying yeah. to steal like, outs with stealing? guys. Like, what are you trying to steal? Don't dude? steal, you know. No, put your best foot forward. That's the way to get through a wow. game. Right. Um, Gus, thank you. He says, okay, so 2023. Uh Tati short, I don't see it. Um, Kim second, Cronoworth first, Ruri DH, Martinez, number four starter. Well, here's the thing. Um, one, Martinez would have to opt back in, and I don't think he's opting in. I think he's trying to get some more money. If he does, that's great. Um, you take that absolutely, and yes, you'll make him his four starter. Tatis is not going to be your shortstop next year. Kim's going to be your shortstop. Tatis, if anything, is moving to the outfield. Yeah, he's going to be your left fielder. Um, one, they'd have to re- try to resign Drury. Don't know if that's going to happen because of his year. Uh, don't think they're going to move Cronin with the first base. Um, so yeah, like I said, there's gonna be a lot of changes on this team next season. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do with Grisham. I have no idea. I mean, could Tatis be in center as opposed to left? Could he be in right and move Soto to left? Because Soto's a massive defensive liability, and typically right fielders are better than left fielders defensively. Um, I don't know. The Soto thing, man, every time a ball is hit his way, I'm like, I'm I'm like praying. Even today, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, it's hit to him. I'm going to laugh my ass off when he wins gold glove. He's not going to, dude. I'm sorry. That would be just too ridiculous. Um, Man. By the way, Brett. (laughs) Brett, Jim retracts everything he said. I'm an idiot. Jim's an idiot. Thank you, Brett, for your support. Okay. None of this is good. We're just like frustrated. We're frustrated. I'm upset because these moves. Because it's like. 
I'm not upset. I'm more upset that the moves that were made, like they, if you lose, you lose. Okay. But yep. the fact that the, like you didn't put in Josh Hader to face fucking Bryce Harper in the eighth inning. And you kept Sean Manaya out there Sean in the, in the fucking you wanted to get through the whole lineup one time with Manaya. Why? Why are you doing that? Doesn't that? make any sense. Like that is what I am so frustrated at is the fact knew that it. these moves that were made were so predictable and how they were going to fail. Like it was so predictable was that predictable. these moves were going to fail miserably. Yeah, I mean the Suarez thing with Harper isn't predictable. I mean, of course you're worried it's Bryce Harper, but you're also, you know, you also have Robert Suarez in the mound. You know, I didn't know in the moment Bryce Harper was going to homer. Nobody did. Everyone's fearful of it. I would have been fearful of it with Hader as well. It's just like you have Josh Hader. Okay, you acquired him at the trade deadline for this moment, and you didn't use him. That's curious. Um, I, thank I you. What do you got? I was going to say, hold on one second. So I sent this text at, um, what was it? Four, 244 today. Bryce Harper hit the home run at like 246 or 247. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what I said. I can't see it. But it says, it says Harper, go ahead, homer, inevitable, right? That was at 244 p.m. 247, hit the home run. Yup. Who'd you send that to? I sent that to Darren. I knew you were. I was going to text Darren. I'm like, how annoying is Jim during these games? Jim but texted like, me the whole game. It's like, just, it this feels just, over. It felt so inevitable, dude. It's like what could go wrong will go wrong because the moves that are that are not being made are like so easy right in front of you. Yeah, so no, right in front some of, of that. Yeah, the the Harper thing will be second guess for forever. Yeah, that's bad. Um, and the Sean Manaya thing will be second guessed a lot too, and maybe even Clevenger will, too. Well, I think the Manaya thing is more locally second guessed. The thing with Harper will be second guessed because of what happened, like on both sides. Like in Philadelphia, it's a huge moment. In San Diego, it's infamous. If you're a baseball fan, you know World Series is on the line. It's just a huge moment. Bryce Harper's involved, not Sean Manaya. Um, all right, thank you, Will at Aura. Thank you, Will at Aura, for your support of this channel. We've been talking to Will all day. Will's disappointed. Mark Nimitz is disappointed. Tens of thousands of Padres fans are disappointed. The city of San Diego is upset. We all should be. Um, but we do thank Will for his support of this channel and Aura. Make sure to check him out, ORA.organic. If you're looking for plant-based nutritional products, Aura is for you. You can get 30% off your first order just by clicking the Build Your Routine button that is highlighted right now in green. 30% off. I'm talking about probiotics. I take one every single day for digestion, heart health, which I need right now, mental clarity, which we also need right now. Uh, protein for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils, sleep pills, immunity pills, literally something for everyone. ORA.organic, plant-based nutrition for yourself, your spouse, your loved ones, your friends. Great company uh, based in San Diego. They've got offices in Liberty Station. Will, their co-founder, lifelong Padres fan, native San Diego. Um, just a terrific guy, an amazing company. Browse their website, ORA.organic. Click the link down below. Get 30% off your first order. Please support local businesses that do business with the wrap-up show, including Aura at ORA.organic. Yeah, go uh, go there right now. Build your routine. Get 30% off your first order. Uh, make sure you check out their website, www.aura.organic. And uh, trust me, you will, <laughs> you'll thank us later if you want to live a healthy lifestyle. Go there right now. I'm just briefly seeing some things in the chat, and I can only imagine what the night has been like in the chat. Again, 
We're here for coping and venting. Um, Armando, thank you. He says, talking about what ifs, what about the umpire's poor calls against the Padres in critical game-changing potential situations and not only in this game? I do think it's fair, Armando. I think the umpiring was bad. Very bad. Um, it is a part of the sport. I thought it was very bad today. I thought it was very, very one-sided. Yep. Um, and that will happen, as we know. That's going to happen. You have to overcome something like that. Was it the worst I've ever seen? It was not. Was it bad? Yes. And yeah, it did feel like the three games in Philadelphia absolutely favored the Phillies. I agree. Yep. I uh, just really bad calls. I don't think that was the reason why they lost this game. Mm -hmm. um, but man, there were some fucking horrible calls made today for sure. There were. Yeah, there were. Um, I just lost my spot here. Holy These are some of these helmets are pretty funny. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like this from Tom. Thank you, Tom, for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. If you're here, great way to support this channel. Click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. When's the free agency preview? It's coming. <laughs> okay. I, we promise. Okay. You can't do year-round Padres content without <laughs> covering. What did we cover last year? Everything. Relievers. Lefty relievers. Righty well, here's relievers. the problem with last year is we covered nothing because they had no fucking offseason because they had yep. a lockout. At right. least this year, we'll have the winter meetings in San Diego. We'll have free agency. We'll have trades. Yep. And it's going to go by these. faster because the entire month of October was playoff baseball. Good point. You're right. It, 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 won't, be, it won't be too long, but it's going to feel like a long time. It's like if you have kids. The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah, Same you're feeling when you lose. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of fans are probably like, I don't even want to think about Padres baseball for a couple of weeks. Which I, I don't do. blame. Well, I, I, I said fans, John, not us. No, I think fans do, though. It's like, it's like you know what I mean? It's like, you, it's like a train wreck or a car crash. You can't look away, right? right. Like, no, yeah, I, I Human instinct is if you're a fan, like you can't get away from it, you know? No, I, I understand that. I, I just but it's think true. That, I, I, see, I see your like point. If, if it were me, like I wouldn't, like obviously it's my job and our job to talk yeah. about it every day. But man, when my team loses, like yeah, it sucks. You want to get away. I, from it. I don't want to watch any Sports Center. I don't want to watch any highlights. I, I don't want to watch the World Series. I don't want to watch the fucking Super Bowl. Well, I whatever. You know, I don't want to watch the NBA yeah. final. Like I don't, I don't want to watch any of that shit because of how close you were and how heartbreaking it was, and 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 in the manner that you lost those games, right? Like, I mean, you look back to Marlon McCree. I mean, fucker dropped the interception by Tom Brady. Right. Like that, you know, now you're going into B Bob Melvin, not putting Josh Hader versus Bryce Harper, leaving Shamanaya out there. Like, it's just, that's what you're going to talk about. Yeah, I know. You're right. You know, um, Antonio, thank you for your support of this channel. Don't it, see a comment. Thank field goals. You. Like, it's just, there's a lot of shit in this town that you know by just saying one word or one phrase. And you immediately are going back. You immediately go back to that moment, right? Yeah, I hope that's not what it is with Bob Melvin. You know, like you I hope, hope not. But right now, now that's what it is. Bob Melvin, it's about you know poor decision making, sticking with guys too long, and trusting his gut over what you know he should be doing. I mean, it's an analytical the, game. Here's the thing: I like trusting your gut. I don't. I don't think this was a trusting your gut thing. More or less, it was like a. Um, I don't like he didn't it felt like he didn't want to push guys like it, like a gut move would be I'm going to Josh Hader versus Bryce Harper in the eighth inning. That's a gut move. 
and he didn't is make it? that gut move. I think it is. I think that's the, I a think, gut move. Well, going I to your that, ace against their ace and saying, you know, beat my best. I mean, kind of, yeah, but also too, like he he did not go with that. He went with the I need to try and steal outs here to get to this point. He was very he thought a lot about um like what could happen in games instead of dealing with in the moment and then also being or potentially the uh, you know other moments in the game like mm -hmm. it wasn't like a all right well fuck okay darvish is here you know this that like okay he's been he's been pitching this way i'm gonna go swars in here this this inning and then if harper gets up in the eighth inning with a runner on i'm going to hater i don't give a shit about the ninth yet i need to get out of that inning and then in the seventh, and then we'll we'll see how Josh Hader does. But I'm gonna have this guy ready. I'm gonna have this guy ready. Like none of that felt like what's happening. <laughs> I mean, it's still surreal. I mean, you laugh because if you weren't, you'd be crying. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. I mean, of course, a game like this is gonna hurt. Hader allows it. Suarez allows it. I mean, this is this is how you head into the offseason off that game, off these last two days. Those are your final two games of the year. And if I mean, anybody, this should uh, hurt. This this hurts. Look, if anybody tomorrow tells you that Bob Melvin doesn't deserve any blame for this series loss, is the pom poms ready, man? No, and I'm also and I'm also with you. Uh, it's not the sole reason, but it is a what if. We will never know what happens no. if you get this thing back to San Diego, up three two or down three two. We'll we'll just never know. We don't know if Hader would have allowed a 500 foot home run to Bryce Harper there. No yeah, idea. It's just, like, there's there's a lot of reasons why the bottom of the order seven eight nine was fucking horrific. Sharding pitching yep. wasn't as good as it was versus the Dodgers and the Mets. Right. Um. Their starting pitching was better. Now, it's predominantly two guys that were better: Ranger Suarez and Zach Wheeler. Um. That was it, and. Their bullpen was better. Their their late inning guys were better than your late inning guys, except you never really got to see your late inning guys with right. a lead. That's a good point. They used them like one and time. The, and the Philly stars were better than the Padre stars. Yeah, they were. That's that's yep. uh, if you want to boil I mean, it Schwarber down. had big moments, Harper had big moments, and the Padres didn't have as many big moments. There's no question yeah. about it. If you want like if you want to boil it like if you just want to like look on the field and not talk about decisions, okay, fine, whatever. Well, guess what? On the field, their stars were better than your stars. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so we have a little bit of breaking news here. Oh, could no you play this game under protest now? This could have been like a Musgrove situation at City Field. They should have checked them. Maybe oh. you had the steroids like on them. <laughs> oh no! Um, should right we before that plate appearance? Should we call Major League Baseball? I think you almost have to. Take those two runs off the board. All of a sudden, it's a different series. Hold on, let me text Rob Manfred right now. Yeah, do you have him? His number. No. Oh, can um, we also talk about it real quick? Yeah. Just Thank you for the super HBVVBRBFBBFBN though. Right. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, we're on a what a hundred? We're at an hour fifteen right now. Yeah. I just have to say once again, Dodger fans are the dumbest fan base. Not every not every <laughs> Dodger fan. There's a lot of good Dodger fans out there. I'll admit that. But a majority of Dodger fans are fucking idiots, man. Man, you've had some people who after you, haven't you? It's so funny that after the Padres lost, 
I got flooded with Dodger comments. And a lot of them were like, like this one is, uh, this one's hilarious. <laughs> a Dodger fan was trying to troll and say, Padres players are now joining the Dodgers players in Cancun or the Bahamas because they're not hanging shit this year. Like, bro, <laughs> you realize what you just you said? You remember having last week? <laughs> you remember what just happened? You literally just are making fun of yourself for losing in the postseason. You right. dumb idiot. Yeah, I mean, like, it is. You know how fandom is. I this, mean, this is, this is another one. This is pretty funny. Okay. Padres would be the first weak ass team to beat the Dodgers and not win a World Series. LOLOL. Do, do you like, you, like yeah. what? <laughs> you just you just called yourself out for your team losing to the Padres. <laughs> you dumb idiot. You know what will be hard for me to watch again is this home run. And you can't really escape it on social media or if you're, you know, whatever. I have Sports muted center. all. And you're gonna see if you're gonna see it for a long time because it's this massive moment. I have muted all Harper history. mentions in my timeline for the time God, being. Man, it's just and there's the thing, like tough. Like it's really hard for me to hate Bryce Harper because <laughs> he's fucking incredible, right? I just it's hard for me to hate him, but man. Dude, it sucked. It sucked. It just, uh, yeah, it. He really hasn't been that guy, if you think about it, up until that this postseason. He hasn't been like Mister October. Um, he he's been put it all together. These three incredible. series. He was. He was. If I were to look at the the Phillies lineup, obviously Schwarber was the most dangerous person in that lineup. But Harper, you just couldn't get out. Like he was like, and then Reese Hoskins all of a sudden out of nowhere started started hit home run after home run after home run. You're like, what the lineup fuck? is unbelievable. They're one through th- like Schwarber, Five. Hoskins, and and Harper. I know Real Muto, Muto, hit third. Castellanos. I mean, this these are like legitimate. Like all of them could be like cleanup hitters in the big leagues. Incredible. And we all the Padres if- did okay by and large. I mean, today you allow four runs. Game one, yeah. you allow two runs. Game three, you're in it. Yesterday, ten runs, but Sean and I and Mike Clevenger are pitching. And then you look at this, and then you look at the beginning of the year when they signed uh Castellanos and Schwarber, and you're like, their defense is gonna suck. Yeah, their defense sucked. But guess what? They're not in a World Series. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, it's like, that's, it's right. That's the game, that's the game of baseball. for the playoffs. Just go, go out, slug people and figure it out with your bullpen. They had two guys that they caught lightning in a bottle with in their bullpen, it worked. Yeah. You know, and another reason why to use your bullets when you have them, like they went to Sir Anthony Dominguez and Alvarado, and it wasn't perfect today, and they still won. The so only why time goes down using those guys. The only time you didn't see them in this, and you, the only time you didn't see Alvarado and Dominguez in this series was when they pulled away in game four. Four. That was it. And then obviously tonight you saw them, but oh, game um, two, game two after you scored all those runs and took a lead. Yeah. But yeah, you're not seeing. You saw them, you know. Anytime, but they used them three times, and the Padres used Hater one time. Anytime the Phillies had a lead, it didn't matter when it, the moment of the game was. They're using those guys for multiple innings. They're like first inning. So Anthony Dominguez. Well, they they um, do game three is the perfect example of it's like what Rob Thompson did was the complete opposite of what Bob Melvin did. Just go to game three. You have a two run lead. In the sixth inning, and Seven, you go. Well, no, it's that he pitched. Um, what did he go for? Suarez for five, somewhere, and then Dominguez maybe or Alvarado. 
I think they might have gone. Let me double check because I know they used uh, Dominguez and Alvarado for like three innings, three each combined innings. Oh, like, no, three combined innings. Three combined. Okay, so yep. they use Eflin in the yeah. in the sixth, and yep. then they use Alvarado and Dominguez for three. Right. Yeah, that's how, how you should play. No, they had no walks that game. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, man. You can't. If if. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Five innings, John. Five innings, and they went to their top three guys for the final four. And you in the in game number four <laughs> in the fifth inning stick right, with so Shamanaya. I mean, it, it is almost like I don't know if I fucking punch myself. It's almost like laughable. It really and is. I get it. I get it. Like fifth <coughs> inning isn't like it's it's hard. I mean, that's a lot of outs, it's a lot of innings, but not anything but Shamanaya. Tim Hill, Anybody. give me an inning at Tim Hill. And he's been good in the postseason. I know he has. You can't barrel Tim Hill for whatever reason. So it's just perplexing. I mean, it just is perplexing. Um, Antonio, thank you so much. He says, uh, are you bringing back Will? What no. are the terms? You say no, move on. It's it's time. It's been fun. Yeah, it's You're over. prepared with him hitting nine home runs against the Padres next year? For Colorado or San Francisco? Look, you bring him back for a one-year, $8 million deal? Sure. sure. Anything more than that? Like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, we, we, I mean, even we when kept, Will we kept well. hoping and praying for yeah, big he, moments, right? I mean, John, he had two hits. Like, he had, like, three hits in the postseason. Were any important? He had a home run in game one versus the Dodgers when they were down 5 nothing. Oh, that's right. Solo home run. That wasn't but, overly important. He didn't do anything else in that series. He didn't do anything in New York. He didn't do anything in this series. Like, I mean, he had a really bad regular season. He was injured. Uh, I don't know where you would play him. That's it. I was about to say, where do you play him? And this whole Soto DH thing, it's not happening. No, it's not. not happening. He's their right fielder or left fielder or something fielder. He's a gold glove finalist. He's, he's playing the bad part, stupid. But guys, he's going to play. He's going to make $21.5 million next year as an arbitration player. He's going to play. He's going to play. And he'll yes. be. And by the way, you'll give up a couple of runs defensively, and he'll make up for them offensively. Look at the Phillies, like you just talked about. Defense isn't and, great. And they you hope, people. And you hope that next year with Tatis, Soto, and Manny, you know, that... Dude, there are going to be some nights. Just envision those nights. I can't do it now because we're in the doldrums and the depths of despair. Know, but there are going to be some nights where Manny and Tatis and Soto all have good games, and it's going to be stupid. And it's going to be incredible. And it's going to be fun. And I can't yeah, wait for those not, nights. And look, I know you might see some people, and I haven't really seen any people on social media, but you might later on, and they might blame Tatis for this. Like, what if we had Tatis? Uh, you know, whatever. That's fine. It's fine. You can do that. Yep. Like, yeah, if you had we'll Tatis in there instead of Hassan Kim offensively, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but also you were so close still with even without him, and you had leads in game four and yeah. game five. It's almost and, like you didn't even have to have him. Yeah, it's not is that why you lost because Tatis wasn't there? Like, no. That, no, we're not screaming like if they had Tatis today. Suarez would have been better. <laughs> you know, yeah, they got to an LCS without Tatis. Like, think about that. Right. Uh, Moises, thank you, man, for this very generous super and for your longtime support of this channel as well. We truly appreciate it. He says uh, the moment was obviously too big for Melvin. He choked during the two biggest games in his career as a manager. Even his explanations were head scratchers. Hater wasn't ready. 
Yeah. WTF, bad. you guys killed it, unlike Melvin. We appreciate you saying that. The whole he wasn't ready thing doesn't it doesn't add up. I mean, it's true. He wasn't ready, but why? Because you Bob Melvin didn't want to put him in the game unless there was two outs, John. Well, that's the problem is there were never going to be two outs because Harper was the second batter in the inning. Yeah, I know. You know it made no like, fucking sense. It made no sense whatsoever how you treated that eighth inning. Like, it just didn't make any sense. Like, I look, I'm never going to blame Robert Suarez for giving up that home run to Harper. I no, will never, I, I will agree with never, you. ever, ever, ever blame him for that home run. I agree. With it was you. amazing this year, and what he did in the postseason for this team was fucking great. And to get Bob Melvin out of decisions that he made in the postseason, I can't blame him. Robert Suarez has been amazing this year, but guess what? He's not your best reliever. Josh Hader is. Mm-hmm. And did not throw Harper. And it's the eighth inning. It's not like the fifth. <laughs> right, eighth. right, right. Even yesterday, he was asked about, like, well, why didn't you go to Suarez like in the fifth inning yesterday? It's like, well, we ha- he hasn't really been a fifth inning guy. Well, what does that even mean? I mean, Dude, you have to okay. look at the order of the lineups, right. right? And if in the seventh inning, you have the top of the lineup coming up, that potentially is like the save inning. Okay, same thing with the eighth inning. The eighth inning, you had the top of the lineup or like the heart of the Phillies lineup up and you don't have your closer ready. Because guess what? I bet you I bet you're fucking asked it. If it were Rob Thompson, you'd put out Josh Hader. Guys, when the other manager is saying, I'm surprised that Hader doesn't come in to face Harper, then Bryce Harper's thinking the exact same thing. You didn't see that? No. Who said that? Um, I saw it. Um, I'd have to find it. Let me type in um, Thompson. Is it Thompson without a P, right? Thompson, Hader, Suarez, Harper. Hold on. I think it's in the UT. Is it Thompson? No, Thompson. Thompson without a P. Wait, T-O-M-S-O-N? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh, uh, let me see if I can find it. He he definitely. Oh, it's Thompson, you idiot! No, there's no P. So how do you spell his last name? Tom Sin T H O M S O N. Uh, that's not how you spell his name. <laughs> I think it is. It's not. It's Rob Thompson. No, I thought it was Thompson. No, no, you're the idiot. You're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. No, it's Rob Thompson, dude. No, it isn't. Rob Thompson's like the lead singer of some band. Okay. Because guess what? His, oh, his it's TH. Oh, my God. You, you said T O M, not T. It's T H O M. That's what I said, you moron. T H <laughs> Thompson. Can, is anyone watching this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to find it's definitely somewhere. (coughs) Hold on. (laughs) Uh, He he, literally the quote was saying about I don't second guess managers, but I was surprised. Dude, where is it? I don't second guess Harper. Hater. Hater. 
And then the, the headline of the UT article is Harper's dramatic homer saves Phillies manager Thompson from second guessers. I don't know, dude. I'll find it later. Yeah. <sighs> it's just a lot. Hold on. Let me, I got one more crack at it. Okay. Let me just take one more look. One. Well, at least, at least the Padres aren't the Yankees. <laughs> that would be bad. What, getting swept? Yeah. And also, at least the Padres aren't the Dodgers. Those frauds. God, Dodger fans got so triggered. It's so funny. It's like you guys won 111 yeah, games in the regular season and you didn't make the NLCS. Like, stop talking. And by the way, you lost to the Padres. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is good. This is, it's come full circle. This is how the 2022 season ends. The wrap up show in which John and Jim call each other idiots over the spelling of the opposing team's manager's name. Padres uh, baseball. What did we say at the beginning of the year? Like, what was the saying that I never got right? Like, they are who they are. What were we saying? Is what it is. I don't yeah, know. Like, the offense, something about the offense. Remember, like, it is what it is, and we'll deal with it. <laughs> that was like the slogan. Jesus. Whatever, Jesus. dude. Someone find that. I'll, I'll send you the quote at some point. I, you know me. I'm not going to make that quote up, but it was, it was surprising when I saw it. It was like, yeah, I, I was surprised. Yeah, because rookie everyone's manager surprised. Rookie manager outmanaged you. End of the day, that's that's concerning. Like, that's very concerning. I feel like. Oh, was it this Samantha that they are who we thought they were? <laughs> I don't know if it was that or not. I don't know. Uh, we got what we got. It was that, right? Yes, I think it was. We got what we got. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! All right, guys. I think. Listen, we appreciate your support of this channel and we do this year round. All right. So this channel's not going anywhere. We'll have coverage for you this week. In fact, on the wrap up show, it'll be different. We're not going to be doing these night shows like we typically do. We'll have some day shows. We'll have some stuff that we just post at YouTube, whether it's free agency stuff or hot stove or trades or signings or free agency. We'll have all that for you. Um, there'll be live shows as well. I promise you that. And, um, the excitement for 2023 is going to build up and we appreciate you guys that have been with us literally every single day, or maybe it's your first time here. Maybe you've watched it live. Maybe you've watched on replay. Maybe you watch in San Diego, maybe you watch in Korea, wherever you've been. Thank you guys. Sports are tough. Days like this are inevitable for all fan bases. Unfortunately, it feels like it happens in San Diego more often than other places, but this team will be back. This team will be back and hopefully as soon as 2023. Yeah. I mean, look this, this year, <laughs> I mean, you could write a book on this year. It was the craziest year ever, it felt like. Tatis I mean, didn't of, play. Tatis didn't play. Hosmer got traded. Soto's oh, a Padre. Yeah. Like, Jesus. like, it was insanity this year. Um, they beat the Dodgers in the postseason. Like, it was nuts. Um, but, yeah, it was every single night it was fun. Uh, to talk remember to the first night remember the first night of the year like fucking Robert Suarez in the ninth inning dude I want to <laughs> like, go back and watch that game or watch that watch it. god yeah like, it was like 3-1 Darvish was unbelievable yeah and and I just want to say I apologize to ripping whoever you ripped I apologize for for because of me the Chargers left to LA oh yeah what, what did someone say yesterday oh yeah because you're so annoying on social media like they don't want to deal with it 
Yeah, they're like, you're the reason that the Chargers left to LA. And I was like, okay. I mean, this it's this so dude, true. like we need to do a, like a best of wrap up show. Right? That? Like I just need to find clips of like the best of from this year. Good luck. That'll take about 400 hours. I'm going to do it and I'm going to post it. Please. That's going to happen. Okay, we it. got, we, we had the, we had the bird. We had you drunk half the time. We yeah. had me saying Otani sucks. We had you saying yeah. I'd rather have the Warriors like win a title. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Come on, man. We had um we had a lot. We had a lot. We laughed. We had that time when I shut down the chat when I went out and I was like, I was like, let's go. And then I like accidentally like oh, turned God, off the chat. He like wanted to you fucking idiot. murder me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. Man, the Soto trade, to, relationship girl coming in the picture, like we had game four against happened. the Dodgers, game four Two against the Dodgers, three. game three versus the Mets, like, like yeah, we had a lot of shit this year. I'm gonna find it all. It's gonna take me forever, but that's my that's now Dude, my mission. Don't go is to sleep. I won't. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. It's gonna be all just wrap up show, uh, best of moments. Um, thank you again, random name. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. Dodger fans are overweight in a polluted city. Yeah, is this your is this your um burner, Jim? Why would I be paying myself, John? I have no idea. I was wondering. Uh, Esteban, you're the man, dude. Thank you. Um, Samantha, we're not going anywhere. It's not goodbye. But thank you. We're gonna have a zillion streams. Okay, I just don't know when they'll be. There might there's gonna be a lot of like daytime streams. By the way, we're back tomorrow on uh, Weight Room. Hopefully, it works on YouTube. Look at this shit. This is the funniest. This is just proves that Dodger fans are the dumbest thing. Like, so this one dude posted a meme to my story, mm -hmm. or to my story, one of my tweets. It reads, it reads, uh, say the line, Padres fans. At least we eliminated the Dodgers, and everyone's like cheering, like. Dude, you're clowning yourself. Like, like, like. Do you understand what you're doing? I don't think they do. Don't worry about them. No, I'm not. I think um, it's just funny. Weight room tomorrow morning. By the way, Jim, eleven thirty. Yes, I know. Is it going to work on YouTube? Do we need to talk to our people? Uh, we might have to. Um, did we, you know what, Moises? We might have played a role in getting Soto. Did anyone talk about Soto before we did? Literally in May, we like made no. a huge deal. Like, You're, why are you doing this? You know this isn't possible. Why would you be saying that? You still got two years in this deal. Two months later, he's a Padre. Everyone's like, "Why are you even talking about Juan Soto? Yeah, it's never going to happen." Soto? I'm like, oh, okay, "Okay, really? Okay, because yeah, like that's off limits to talk about Juan Soto as a Padre." Um, okay, Pedro, thank you for the super. It says, where does John want Tatis? I want him at short or I'm turning into a Dodgers fan. Jeez, Kim's a utility guy all day, every day. I mean, where do I want him is a very good question. Um, do I think he has value at short? I do. But, I mean, you're like years removed now from him being on a field, and he's not even playing the first 20 games of 2023. So you're going to count on Hassan Kim a lot at short, even if Tatis is a shortstop. I don't know where I want him. I think ultimately he's going to be in the outfield. Um, I think we'll maybe get some time at short, but I think long-term he's probably an outfielder in the big leagues based on what's transpired over the last couple of years. That's my guess. I, um, My gut says center field. I don't know what they're going to do with Trent Grisham, but if they decide to keep Trent Grisham, then I'm putting Tatis in left. 
What is the what could Trent Grisham provide? A bounce back at a cheap who, number, I guess. Who, who do you think? Uh, Michael's like one of the favorite moments is me sacrificing Ben on the wrap up show. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I was like, I'm like, I want to kill Ben. Um, Wait, you said that. Remember that? I was like, I was like, I'd sacrifice like Ben Fat. Oh yeah, that was amazing. That was hilarious. I, I do remember that. Um. Yeah, I don't know with Trent Grisham, and we're, we're going to talk about it too. It's going to be a lot, but like, I, is he a better defender in center field than Tatis, or is Tatis a better center fielder? That's going to be something that they decide. We've just scratched the surface, obviously, if Tatis is an outfielder. Um, listen, I, listen, there's a lot of plays that Tatis could have made. You know, this ball is just over Kim's head, but here's the other thing. Kim <sighs> makes every other play. Kim makes every play, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're going to move Kim off shortstop. <laughs> I don't know. Like he, I really don't. Kim had a good year. He had a solid year. His war was like almost five. Like five. I think it might have been over five. He had a good year. Now, if... You have to tell me. You have to pick one or the other. I'm picking Tatis every day, but sure, you have both. So you got to put them somewhere both in the lineup. And your best defensive shortstop is Hassan Kim. When's the last time we had drunk Jim? It's been a while. I had to tame it it's been down. A while, man. I had to tame it down. When I was when I was living that bachelor life, it was <sighs> yeah. You yeah. can thank or not thank relationship girl. Yeah, it's her fault. Um, thanks, man, for hanging out in Minnesota. I'm trying to get to some people here um, because we do it for you guys. Um, absolutely. We're nothing if not honest. Nothing yeah. if not honest. Um, so yeah, there'll be a event edition of Wait. I think Wait Room actually tomorrow, because I want to do this a little bit on the show tomorrow, is like, what? how will you remember 2022? Like, what was your favorite moment of 2022? Or like, how will you remember it? Are you going to remember it for the end are you going to remember for like machado in his year are you going to remember for the soto trade deadline like what what's what's the biggest takeaway of 2022 tatis's suspension and health i think like, how are we gonna all... look at 2022 wasted opportunity made the no, most of an opportunity i i think as time goes on you'll look at this season as like the first thing that'll come to your mind is you beat the dodgers in the postseason you ended yeah, those okay. fraud season. Go. That's why I asked. Yeah. You, you, you ended go. those frauds season. Um, and that is a moment that if you're a Padres fan, you'll go to YouTube highlights and watch the seventh inning no, over true. and over and over again. But the second thing you'll think about is this series, game four and five, having leads in both games, one in the fifth inning, one in the eighth inning. And Josh Hader was not used one time in those games. Hmm. And Shamanaya was used more. Shamanaya had faced more, more batters outs. and had more. He got more, more opportunities outs. and got more outs in. He got four outs, three games in Philadelphia than Josh Hader did. No, we're in five games in the series. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Kevin, thank you. He says uh, thank you for the super. Thank you guys. Uh, he says I don't mind not putting Hader in, but I do wish we walked Harper. No one was surprised he hit a home run. Forced Castellanos to beat us. Easier pill to take. You can't do that. I, I, I'm listening. I understand it, Kevin. I do. And maybe first and second, <laughs> Castellanos sits a ground ball double play and you get out of it unscathed. But you're now putting the tying run in scoring position with nobody out for a second consecutive inning and the winning run on base. And I get it. He hits a home run. If we knew that, I would do anything. But I, I just think it's hard to put him on in that spot. Yeah. And I mean, that, that also is like some fucking like 
bold forward thinking if you try and do it. Right. And, and if you do it, it's respectable. It's respectable. <laughs> respect it. Yeah, you, you do. It's interesting. Because, yeah. because look, because guess what? You you just said, I'm not letting your fucking, I'm yeah. not letting Harbor beat right. you. If Castellanos right. beats you, okay. But I'm not going to let him beat you. And I would have respected that, honestly. It would have been a crazy-ass move if he did it. Um, but I would have respected the hell out of it. Yeah, it would have been amazing. As opposed to do that, just bring in freaking Hater and take your chances. Nah, John, you can't do that. <laughs> Too many odds. Um, thank you, Parallel <laughs> Chevrolet Fleet and Commercial Vehicles. Appreciate that. <laughs> if you want to work with us, do you want an endorsement sure deal? We get an endorsement deal. Yeah, man, we I could use a a fleet of Chevrolets in my place right now. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Antonio, thank you again. He says uh, Tatis and right, um, Soto left. Your thoughts? I mean, I don't see why not. Like, if I wanted one in right and one in left, I would put Tatis in right and Soto in left. Agree? Yeah, I would do that. So I don't see why not. Maybe you can move those guys around a little bit. Yeah, and you're going to put Tatis at DH sometimes. You're going to move. You're going to put him at. I mean, I I think he's going to play some short next year. It'd be be weird if he. I don't think he's not going to play any short. Um, Right. You know, definitely play short. Yeah, you got to be versatile. And Mm -hmm. I think that this team, what Preller loves is versatility. And uh, yeah. Uh, let's get back to our buddy HBVV BRB FBBFBM. Uh, thank you. Says, do you think that the rap on Koozie KUSI uh, and the mural was a jinx? Do you believe in jinxes? I do. The fanatic mural. I know. I know a little bit of the backstory there, like with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's hard for me to like now really truly like shit on them, but. Come on, man. Whoever I, I blame the producers. Wait, more the than guys, anybody. the KUSI guys, you know the backstory? A little bit, yeah. I found out a little bit yesterday. And like 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 they're like one, people are like, these guys aren't even Padres fans. they they are Padres fans. they I mean, these dudes got like tattoos, and I and mm-hmm. one of them's one of the, the fathers had some tragedy in his life with his daughter. And uh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's it was very cringe. It was really bad. And I blame the producers at KOSI for even getting those guys on, you know, <laughs> like that's, that to me is the problem here is like, if I'm the producer of KOSI and if you said, this is cool, that's, that's green light this, like that's your fault. It's like the same thing about with myth managing, right? It's like you put a guy in a situation to you, you put him in situations to succeed instead of fail. And today, Bob Melvin didn't have his best guys in to succeed. Are you going to blame Robert Suarez for the home run? No. And that's just, that's how now how I, how I feel about K, the KOSI thing is like I blame, I blame the producer and whoever fucking decided that that was a good good bit to put on the on the air. I don't blame these guys for what they did. I had already forgotten about the goose. By the way, it's been like an hour. I'm like, what goose? Dude, I I got a goose shirt like during the Dodgers series. It still hasn't come that's yet. Right. Like, I'm fucking that's it's what I'm so annoying, me, man. Yeah, like, oh man, we're not um, going to sacrifice okay. the goose. They beat the Dodgers because the the goose was the good luck thing for the Dodgers. Yeah, you can't kill the goose. Yeah, we don't want to. Um, I do want to remind our <laughs> viewers that if you ever want to just listen 
to the wrap-up show as opposed to watch it because you're working out or you're driving. We are the official podcast of FriarsOnBase.com. We're presented by Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial and HigherImpactFinancial.com. Eric is a San Diegan. And if you're wondering if you're financially strong enough to leave your corporate job and start your own business or if you're tired of being surprised by how many taxes you owe every year, you got to get in contact with Eric at Higher Impact Financial. Give him a call. Along with that, Eric can also help make sure your family is protected by helping you get a trust established. Padres fans, the call to get a trust done with Eric's firm will get $200 off. The number to call, 951-383-3033, 951-383-3033 to schedule your first meeting. Advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Well, that's going to do it for 2022, guys. 2022 season. We are back tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. on Weight Room. We'll be talking about the season that was. And then, of course, join us on the radio. 3 o'clock tomorrow, full breakdown of this series. Um, and looking ahead to the offseason. Three hours of Padres talk on the radio tomorrow. San Diego Sports 760 as the offseason is officially here. Unfortunately, it comes too early. It just does. So much hope after game two, and it comes crashing to an end this weekend in Philadelphia. Sucked. What if? What if? Thanks, guys. Seriously, thank you. We'll be back with you this week. Much more to get get into as we now turn the page on 2022, get into 2023. Join us tomorrow morning, hopefully on both YouTube and Weight Room, 1130 a.m. Interact with us tomorrow afternoon on San Diego Sports 760 as well at 3 p.m. Padres lose to the Phillies in dramatic fashion in game 5-4-3. The Phillies are going to the World Series. The Padres' season is over. As we record this live, by the way, the Padres will be landing in San Diego at some point in the next I see Rich McGuire's out there. Rich is out by the waiting out out there if he's watching us down about, man. What's this? I better fly Clevenger on spirits. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we are done. Oh, man. And with that, we're done. Next game, we'll see you February 24th. We'll be there live. <laughs> no. Peoria. Yeah, that will Thanks. happen. Thanks, guys. Subscribe, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He can save you $750. He's been with us since day one. Please get in contact with Mark this week. If you're a Padres fan, link down below. 30% off at Aura. If you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic. Thank you, Omar Sanchez, loansbyomar.com. Thank you, Eric Lanier, if you have financial needs. Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial and also higherimpactfinancial.com. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks so much. Peace.